22 minutes after 5 o'clock. In conversation next with Stanlib Chief Economist Kevin Links. Inflation has slowed down in South Africa for the first since the beginning of the year, but it's still above the Reserve Bank's limit. And uh, currently that uh, the stats that came out um, place it at 7.6% year-on-year in August after jumping 7.8% in July. The slowdown is therefore unlikely to sway the central bank from delivering a second consecutive 75 basis point hike in interest rates. Food and fuel prices have been pushing our inflation rate up, but we have seen a decrease in fuel prices over the past few weeks. We are now joined by Stanley Chief Economist Kevin Links. Kevin, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Looking at these numbers that have come out, um, is it without saying that indeed it will happen, that we, the Reserve Bank will increase the repo rate? Hi, Alden. I think so. I think they have very little choice. Part of it is exactly what you said, that um, the inflation rate still remains quite a bit above the target. Um, it is moderating and that's obviously very welcome, but Um, it doesn't mean that the Reserve Bank can suddenly become complacent just because inflation has eased off a little bit. They've got to ensure that inflation is convincingly heading back inside the target and not just a little bit inside the target. They ultimately want to get inflation down to the midpoint of the target. So I think that on its own would argue for another rate hike. The other factor is the currency is exceptionally weak and there is a risk with this weaker currency that some of that will feed into imported inflation. And there's not a lot that we can do about a weaker currency, but one of the things we could do is put up interest rates in order to maybe entice some foreign money into South Africa. And that uh, I think the Reserve Bank will also be mindful of. And then the third factor is that most other central banks are putting up rates. So So it creates so much pressure that if you don't also put up rates, then again, you lose out for foreign capital flows that go elsewhere in the world where interest rates are more attractive for them. Mm. And is this specifically for um, important, I guess, for um, developing nations? It is, unfortunately, because when you go through a phase of increased uncertainty globally, and we're in that phase now where global growth is slowing, inflation everywhere is high, people are anxious about the Russia-Ukraine war, uh, some countries are in recession, may go, others may join. So when you get this increase in global anxiety, then you get what we call risk-off. In other words, investors become hesitant to invest in riskier assets. And riskier assets include emerging markets such as South Africa. We perceived as a somewhat risky environment. And so money then goes to what it regards as safe haven. And that may well be the dollar or back into Europe, etc. So emerging markets or developing countries under these circumstances struggle to get uh, money to go into their economy, and so they're kind of forced to put up interest rates as one of the mechanisms. So you don't move up interest rates just because of that reason, but it's one of the factors the Reserve Bank would look at. And um, early on this week, also saw from the um, the World Bank uh, Group President David Malpass saying that um, what they are seeing, of course, as you mentioned now, that you have um, the reserve banks that are increasing their, their repo rates, is that we could see them increase their repo rates on average by 2% at least. Um, could we see South Africa going that route as well? And not just necessarily the 200 basis points at a go, but probably on a staggered approach. 
Yeah, I don't think they would do it at once. Um, that causes too much anxiety. It's a bit of a shock factor, and it's, there's no need to create that because you can potentially destabilize financial markets, destabilize households, businesses, if you were to go that big an increase at once. So they tend to then put it through over a, over a number of months, but, but move steadily. In other words, not wait around uh, before they push up rates. So yeah, we're looking at another 200 basis points, more or less in total between now and the top of the interest rate cycle. That means uh, we'll be increasing interest rates in the early part of next year. But hopefully then we get to the to the peak and we've got an expectation that inflation in the second half of next year will be coming down much more convincingly and will be inside the target and heading towards the midpoint. So I think it's possible that this time next year we'll be talking about interest rate cuts. That's entirely possible, assuming that things go according to plan. But in the short term, definitely more more rate hikes and not just one rate increase. You would anticipate the yeah. next couple of meetings are put up rates. So, so do, do, does the does that include for the first quarter of 2023 as well that we can still expect um, some increases in the ripple rate? Or yes. yes, so you would anticipate at this stage 75 basis points. Now uh, another increase again before right before there's another meeting after this before the end of the year. And then early next year, uh, the first meeting, another increase, and potentially we've taken the repo rate up to seven and a quarter, seven and a half percent, that sort of level. And then in our minds, that that is probably enough to do the job. By then, inflation should be slowing a bit further. And as long as they then keep that interest rate at that level, we would expect inflation to move back inside the target. Obviously, it hurts, right? It doesn't. There's a pain inflicted on the economy because you're moving rates up and, and, and part of it is going to be you know, very hurtful for consumers, for businesses. And it does dampen down economic activity. And I think it's right to say, but the economy is already weak. You know, now we're going to dampen it down. Why are we doing that? From the Reserve Bank's perspective, they would worry that if we don't do that, then we're going to see wages going up. We're going to see other areas of economic activity push up prices a bit more. People take advantage of that environment, and they want to make sure that this thing doesn't spread into a broader range of categories and therefore become really problematic. Thank you so much for your time. That is Kevin Links, uh, who is a chief economist at Standup.